Single Mom Life podcast. My name is Antoinette and I am your host. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this episode. We are going to go over the common questions for child support. We're going to go over um, the different factors that go into child support and we're going to go over the child support calculator together and I will throw some scenarios together and show you what estimate child support amounts you would be getting if you live in California the estimate child supports you would be getting, or if you're the one that makes more money, how much you would have to pay the father if you guys have 50-50 or 80-20, etc. All right, so the first question is, how is child support determined? So child support is determined on the child's needs, which includes health insurance, education, and daycare. Now, you guys can also add in travel time. Now, a lot of people have not heard of travel time, but say for an example, you and your child's father, just they do you guys do not get along. So you guys have a certain place where you're supposed to meet to do exchanges. You could actually add travel time into that because I know there's a lot of um, cases where, say, you know, one mother lives in Orange County while the father lives in LA County. So every other weekend you guys switch off or it's always the father driving to the mother in Orange County. You could actually add travel time. So fathers, if you pay child support, you could actually add in travel time to pick up your child and actually it'll help deduct your child support because you actually have to travel, you know, to Orange County to pick up your child where you live in LA County. Mothers, this goes for you as well. If you're the one receiving child support, you could add in travel time. So if you're the one driving to LA County where you live in Orange County and you're doing the drop off all the way over there, you could add in travel time. So they'll actually add money to your child support to um, pay for gas. Next, it child support covers the custodial Okay, next. Child support is determined on the custodial parent's income and needs, the paying parent's ability to pay, and the child's standard of living before the separation. So that's where a lot of people get confused, and they always assume, you know, like if we have 50-50, we shouldn't have to help pay, pay daycare because the mother should be able to provide it for herself while we provide it for ourselves. Like, no, it's right there. It's right there in how it's determined. The child's standard of living before the separation. So if before separating, you guys were not paying for daycare before the separation, they're going to add it. Because guess what? Now that's a new fee the mother has to pay for when she never had to pay for before the separation. The next question we get a lot is what can child support not be used for? A lot of people get so angry when child support is actually paid for and then all of a sudden they see the mother of the child with a fresh new hair color or fresh nails, which she didn't have before, automatically assuming it must have come from the child support. Oh my God, it's ridiculous how many people think that. So, for example... It is 100% true when people say child support can't be used for that. It is true, 100%. Child support should not be used for personal expenses that are unrelated to the children. Misuse of the funds can include buying things like clothes, salon services, or entertainment and vacations that don't involve the child. You guys, 
this is crazy. There's like a fine line between this, another fine line right here, because just because you pay child support and then all of a sudden that their parent has nails or is all of a sudden going on vacation does not mean it came from child support. And I fully understand if the mother is a stay-at-home mom, she doesn't work, and all of a sudden she gets a child support payment and she goes and gets nails. It might seem like it came from child support, but we don't know that it came from child support. She could have got a payment from something else. She, Her parents could have gave her money. It could have been anything, and then you're automatically assuming it's because of child support. So I've heard cases where people actually take the mother of their child to court over this. And I get it. Like I said, if she's a stay-at-home mom or she doesn't have a job, it makes sense. Like, maybe you could prove it. Maybe you can't. I feel like that would be really, really hard to go to court and prove that child support paid for her nails. But people will really be that petty and do something like this. Like, it might be easier. I'm only saying, like, maybe if she doesn't work or she's a stay-at-home mom, I'm only using that scenario because it might be easier to prove in court. Might. But if she's a working mom and she has her own money, how are you going to prove her nails are paid from child support? Like, are you really going to take her to court because she got fresh nails after you paid child support? Like, I don't care if she's a working mom. I don't care if she's a stay-at-home mom. How are you going to sit there and prove that child support paid for their nails or their hairdo? Like, they don't have a boyfriend who gave them money. They don't have parents who gave them a birthday gift. Or you don't know the scenario. You don't know what's going on. And I'm, I personally get annoyed. I do get so annoyed with this comment that, oh, my money paid for her. She's using it for child support. She's looking you know, top-notch while my son has ripped clothes. Like, sir, sir, you don't even know if your son ripped it that same day. You don't know for sure what's going on, and you're just assuming that your money is paying for a hairdo or nails. Like, let it go. Stop. A lot of, a lot of men and women don't understand that as a single parent, as a single mom, let me correct that. I feel like a lot of men don't like child support because they can't control where their money is going to. They can't control what the mother of their child is doing anymore. So they hate that they have to pay child support and they just don't know where the money is going to. So they assume the worst. And honestly, I don't even care if that money, child support money, was paid to do a woman's hair or nails. Because you know what? They need, we, we need to feel good about ourselves. And you can't sit there and tell me, oh, child support paid for my new hair color and my nails. Because you know what? I've been paying for our child for how long and you want to sit here and complain that and now I received child support after he's already won like that was my case 
not saying again i'm not saying my case is your case but honestly i feel like child support does not kick in that fast it takes a long time this past year um my child's father became an absent father he has disappeared during a pandemic and has not seen our child since April of 2020. I filed for child support in December of 2020, giving him eight months to come around. I filed for child support in December 2020, didn't get a court hearing until June 2021. Now, let me tell you guys, after you have that court hearing, it does work a little bit fast, a little bit sometimes. My child's father works in construction, so whenever he changes a site, I feel like the child support stops, and then they have to find him again. So I actually had court in June 2021, and, you know, the court went through, and I assume he got the paperwork two weeks later, um, because that's when all of a sudden, out of the blue, he wants to try to call and communicate after 15 months of nothing. Now he wants to communicate, but I refuse to communicate. He could, you know, go to court. And then all of a sudden, last week, I or yesterday, not last week, yesterday, I received my first child support payment. So it took a month after court to receive a payment. So yeah, it works fast sometimes. And then I hear other people who went to court four months ago and they still are waiting to receive anything. So honestly, it just depends on the court system. It depends on the job, you know, if they track them down, um, the father of your child, if you know where they're working, honestly, that helps. I know where my child's father is working. So I was able to give the info. So if you know the info, just give it, um, it'll help in your, it'll benefit you. Um, I feel like, I, I'm sorry, sometimes I feel like I just ramble and ramble and ramble. So let me go ahead and get to the next common question. Another common question is, do I have to pay child support if I don't see my child? You guys, I am living proof that yes, you do. You do still have to pay child support if you don't see your child. Paying child support doesn't mean you have a right to see the child. It just means that you're the child's parent. And unless proven otherwise, if you prove that you're not the parent, then you don't have to pay child support. A lot of people ask, how is that fair? Why do I have to pay child support if I don't see my child? Like I just said, if you guys are the parent, then you have to pay for child support. If you're the mother, you pay for child support. If you're the father, you pay for child support. If I'm the mother, do I stop paying for my child just because his father is not around? Do I stop providing for him just because his father chose not to be around anymore? No. So how can you, as a father, stop paying child support if you don't see your child? If the mother does not get the option not to provide for her child while the child is living with her, then I don't think you have an option either. Now, if now I understand the question because I do understand a lot of men again say that the child's mother is keeping their child away from them. So how's that fair? Like, why do they have to pay child support if the child is being kept away? My number one question for everybody who says that is, did you guys go to court? Did you file for custody? Are you calling? Are you attempting to be in your child's life? And honestly, I'm a little bit crazy. I would just show up. Call the cops. Do it. 
It might be dramatic, but you know what? Eventually it's going to get through. It's going to be better. And honestly, my biggest thing is just go to court. Go file in court. It doesn't take a lot. You don't need a lawyer. In the state of California, all you need to do is file an FL300 in order to make a custody court open. Literally, an FL300 to go file for custody. A lot of people don't understand that as child support and child custody are two different courts. Now, you can get child support in the same court as your custody court, but that's only if you don't have a child support court order already open. You know what I mean? So if you already have a child support case open, you can't go to child support court and discuss child support because it's only going to be custody. The judge cannot overrule another judge. So if you don't have a child support court open, you can go file the FL300 and open a child support and custody case together. But the judge does not want to see you guys standing and arguing about child support before you even made an agreement about custody. So that's my number one response. If you don't see your child and you want to change child support, go to child support custody court. Go file for custody. They are both two different cases. And then you can actually go file for child support and change it once you get a custody arrangement. And that's even if she keeps your child away. Another good common question is, does child support change once one of the parents are married? A common question, but it's really hard to answer because generally speaking, just because one of the parents are married, it shouldn't change child support at all. Because typically child support is only altered when there is a significant change in circumstances like you lose your job or you're going overseas and you know like you're gonna get a job that actually pays less so you can actually file for a hardship and modify your child support order if that makes any sense or for any reason you're fired and now you're unemployed and or you got hurt so you can no longer work you could modify and speak with you know child support in order to change that you could go to court, you could pause it, you know, like if say, for example, you were hurt and now you're on like rehabilitation for the next three months. Not only that, but you're losing your job or you're only getting paid half of what you would get paid because you're injured. So, you know, like you have a family like leave act that you're getting paid and you don't want child support to take that. You can modify child support, the court order and, you know, change it because that's a circumstance that wasn't planned it's not like you planned to be hurt and you have half your income now so you really need it so you could also request to erase back pay for that time as well but I feel like a lot of people don't know that they just think like wow I'm injured and I have to pay 500 in child support when I'm only going to get a, you know 2,000 because that's half my income for the month because I'm injured and I can't work so for an example like that child support can be changed but they can't take an effect like, oh, you're married, so let's go ahead and count your wife's income now, or let's go, let's count your husband's income now. They can't take that factor because, like, it's between the parents to pay for the child support, if that makes sense. Another good common question is, will child support change my court order if I have another child with somebody else? Now, that's 100% true. 
Child support can change. If you have another kid, you can actually go and request a hardship. Now, depending how many kids, more kids you have, you know, the judge will grant it or not grant it to a certain amount. Like, for example, you know, like when we had the child tax credit, we could only claim three kids, correct? Any more than three kids, you don't get the child the child tax credit. At first, I never knew that. Thank God I only have one kid. But I believe, like, some somewhere along the lines, that also applies for child support. You could only... Um, have a hardship for a certain amount of children that you do have. So I know back in 2015, um, my child's father and I were able to change child support because he had a, another kid and the judge actually only granted half a hardship because I guess like you are being, you do have another child, but the other parent, meaning like if I have another child with somebody else, their father needs to provide for our child as well. So they only grant half our hardship because the other parent grant like helps to provide the for their children. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry for my stuttering. So that's, for example, back in 2015, my child's father had another kid and we were able to go to child support and he was able to go ahead and get a hardship. Now, for our case, they only put half a hardship because um, I guess what they do is how many kids you have, um, they grant like half a hardship instead of a whole hardship because the other parent needs to provide for your child as well. So they're taking that into consideration and granting half a hardship. And half a hardship isn't bad at all. It's like 0.5%, I think. So another question is, will they take when you have another kid, will they take your partner's income into consideration for the child support? The answer there is no, they will not take the other parent's partner's income in consideration for child support, but they will take the other partner's income into consideration for how much they will be providing for their child that they have together. So like when we went to court, my child's father and I went to court in 2015, he, that's the reason why he was granted half hardship. So as a single mom, I definitely feel like daycare and babysitting is where the majority of money goes into for my child. Because as a single mom, I do need to work and I need to provide. So I also need help with somebody to watch our child. Um, a lot of people don't see that. And then even when you do have 50-50, I had 50-50 a couple years ago at one point. But even when you do have 50-50, what they don't see is that when your child is sick or he needs to be picked up early from school or he needs to be taken to the doctor, it's usually the moms who take the children. Even if it's the father's week, usually they can't miss work or they don't want to leave work early. So they ask us to take the child. So then we miss work and then we have to get off work and then we have to miss the next day because if he has a fever, oh, the daycare does not want your child for 24 hours. So child support comes in and helps with that as well. One thing I've learned over time is never compare somebody's situation to yours. We might have similar situations, but not everybody has the exact same situation. You don't know what's going on. So before men or women put down 
the other person for placing the other parent on child support, I think you should get to know the whole situation first. Because child support is not a broke woman's hustle. Nobody, let me repeat, nobody is getting rich off of child support. Nobody. I mean, unless you, you know, had a baby with Brad Pitt, maybe you might get rich off child support. Maybe. But you got to think, he has seven other kids and he has to pay for it. So don't think, you know, you're still going to be getting the same amount that Angelina Jolie is getting because you're not. You're going to get less. So be careful who you sleep with. I'm not going to sit here and say that all situations are the same. I won't defend mothers who do keep the fathers away from their children. And I won't say, oh, they keep the fathers away from their children because they want child support because we don't know the situation. We don't know if the man was abusive. We don't know if the man, you know, wasn't a good father ever in the first place. We don't know if he's in and out of rehab. We don't know if he's in and out of jail. We don't know the situation. So I don't honestly care if you want to call me a better baby mama because you assume my situation is that I'm keeping my child away just to get child support. So whenever people comment that, I just ignore it or I just laugh because only we know our own situations. We know what's going on with our children and the children, the father of our children. And if we need to put them on child support, ladies, like I said in my last podcast, go do it. Don't wait around for him to be a good father like I did. Just go do it. We've all made mistakes. My situation is my situation. And I'm not saying that we have the same situation. <laughs> but what I'm saying is just go file the child support. Even if you won't get anything, just file it so that way one day it might come and it might come in handy to reimburse you for what you have already been paying to take care of your child. Don't struggle just because you want to be a good mother. Don't struggle. I'm so tired of people putting mothers down because they file child support and assuming their situation is because they're bitter or because they want money. They just want to make him hurt. Like you guys really want to put the other parent down when they file child support. But it's like you don't care that they're paying for everything, that they're struggling, that they're working two to three jobs sometimes in order to provide for your child. And you want to cry over paying $400 if child support even is able to track you down and find your job and do a wage wage garnishment before you quit the job and go find another job. So that way they have to track you down again. Hey guys, so I am actually going to go over the child support guidelines and calculator with you guys, okay? So, if you didn't know and you live in the state of California, there is a child support calculator online where you could determine how much child support you would get paid, determining how many kids you have, um, what's the custodial arrangement, how many, how much time does a kid spend with each parent. You could even use this calculator and you could add like things that you think they pay and you pay, and you could add um, daycare, you could add travel time, you could add you know, extracurricular activities. If you pay like a Roth IRA, like retirement contributions, you could add that in. You could add the hardship. And then at the end, you know, you could uh, calculate your 
um, child support. Of course, for this, for the meaning of this example, I'm not going to add all that stuff. I am just going to go over what could happen in my case. I'm going to use my case in this an example. Um, what could happen if child support was 50-50 or let's say if it was 80-20, I have 80%, he has 20%. If he has 50% and, you know, what or... Okay, so for the purpose of this podcast, I am going to use my case as a scenario. I'm not going to pit our real income. I'm not going to pit um, our any other. I'm not going to pit anything else that I explained. I'm just going to simply put the child support, what the child support would be if, for example, we had 50-50 or 80-20. For an example, I'm going to put if I make more. Um, let's Let's just go over this together. Also, as a single mom, I believe that we should all try to open a savings account for our child. I have a credit union, so I opened an account. I'm sorry. I opened an account for my child at a credit union a couple years ago. They have a college saver fund that you could actually open up and accrue interest, which I think is amazing. And you know what? Part of the child support goes there as well. So a lot of men automatically jump into thinking that child support is a broke woman's hustle and that we just use a child support to do our hair or do our nails or we be looking like queens. <laughs> they really think we be looking top notch and our kids be looking bummy, but they don't think of other places or other things that we could actually do with the child support to support our child. We could put them in soccer, you know, they need to go to orthodontist. Well, guess what? They have co-pays. We could do that. We could pay for that. Like not every woman is using child support. And honestly, I don't believe any woman is getting rich off child support. All right, guys. So now I'm actually going to go over and use the child support calculator and I'm going to plug in some scenarios and see what the child support calculator comes up with and what the monthly child support would be if you know, like, say if we had 50-50, or if we had 80-20, or for example, if the mother makes more than the father, what could happen? So for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to use my case, meaning I'm going to use how, like, what, for the purpose of this podcast, I am not going to plug in anybody's real income or anything. I'm just going to use an example of myself you know like say I have one child my child's father has two other kids plus my child so that's three kids and we're both head of household so for the purpose of this podcast I'm going to use our situation but I'm not going to use our real income or anything okay also I'm not going to plug in anything else um if you didn't know you could go ahead to the website you could go childsupport.ca.gov i'm located in california so i use the california child support services calculator guideline in this guideline you could plug in anything like literally anything you could plug in the child like the amount the child is with you with the other parent you could plug in presumed income um, how much you pay for, say, taxes, because, you know, like, you could also have um, pre-tax income or after-tax income. You could pay monthly deduction information. Say you the, your child's father has to pay child support for another child. He could plug that in. He could put his hardship here. 
health insurance here. You could go ahead and put your amount of money you pay for daycare and anything else that you want to go ahead and add and see what your estimate would be for child support. So I feel like this website is a great guideline to see how much would be or should be. So for example, if you actually don't want to go to child support court, use this guideline, use this website so you guys can come up with an agreement. If not, then this is what the court actually uses as well. So this will be like an estimate of what you would or could get if you go to court. So I'm going to go ahead and log in and I'm going to do this with you guys. All right. So it's going to ask you how many kids you have together. I have one. This is for the year of 2021. We both file head of household. Like I said, he has a total of three kids. So you can put federal tax exceptions should be three, I believe. Three, because he includes himself, but not our son. So three. And then I have two exemptions, me and my child, because I file my child on taxes because he's with me the majority. So you're going to go ahead and go down to wages and salary. You could calculate anything. This is called the presumed income. So don't you don't need to put your exact income, just put the presumed income because if you go to court, you know, like they're going to figure all that stuff out anyways. So what I like to do is just assume like a weekly amount, but for this purpose, we're going to make up, make up numbers. Okay. So it has a dependent information up on top with your child. It says, um, how much time with parent one. So you can plug in how much time the like the father of your child or in your, if your father the mother of your child spends with their, your your guys' child um so let's start off with say if they have every other weekend that is presumed to be like 20 percent you're gonna pay 20 percent and go down to the presumed income go ahead and fill it out for this podcast i'm going to act like we make the same amount Okay, so say we both make $1,000 every week. So you're going to change the earned income frequency to weekly. Go ahead and put in $1,000 weekly. And I'm not going to fill out anything else because I just want to see the guideline support. So I'm not going to add daycare or anything. Just calculate the guideline support. All right, so for example, if he had 20% custody, which is pretty much every other weekend, and we both got paid $1,000 every week working 40 hours a week without plugging in daycare or anything else, then the presumed child support would come out to $605 every month. So, yeah. So it's, it's really easy to come up with that, you know, that income. Um, and it even tells you, like, after you plug it in, it tells you, like, how much each parent would be making after child support. So, for example, me having only two exemptions, if I worked and made $1,000 every week, I would make $3,803. But with child support, I would be making $4,408. So, with my son's father, if he has three tax exemptions, he'd be making $3,641. And after child support, he'd be making $3,036. That's net. Okay. And that's crazy because our gross is the same since we are making $1,000 a week, but somehow 
you know, it comes out to I'll be making $200 more. That's weird. I just noticed that. But anyways, that amount is before any daycare expenses. If I pay $400 in daycare, they're going to split it automatically and put $200. So then it'll be $800 a month. So let's go ahead and switch this up. Let's keep everything the same. We're both going to be filing head of household and place the federal tax exemptions. I have two. He has three. Now let's go ahead and switch it to we make $1,000 a week, but we have 50-50. So plug in 50% with parent one. I'm going to calculate the guideline support again. And now the child support would actually be coming out to $0 for him. And I would be paying him $28. So do you see, like, if you have 50-50, it's really helpful. Like, the majority of the time, the majority of the time, and I'm not going to say, like, oh, you won't have to pay child support if you have 50-50, but you will be paying less. Now, it says I'll be paying $28 if we both worked and made $1,000 a week. But... If I plug in daycare, it will go back to him paying for child support because he would have to pay for half the daycare. And I know you guys say that's ridiculous, but it's like I said earlier in the podcast, if we were together, we would be paying daycare together anyways. All right, so let's go ahead and change that back. Say... He has 20%, so let's go back to 20%, which is every other weekend. We're going to change it and keep it that he makes $1,000 a week, and I make $1,500 a week. Frankly, the child support, and he would be paying $466, which is different than paying the $605. So if the mother of your child does make more money, they do take that into consideration and you would actually pay less money. Now, if we switch that to back to 50-50%, I would actually be paying way more child support with to him than he would be paying to me, if that makes sense. Like he'd still be paying for the daycare, but it would come out to like $30. So with the childcare, he'd only be paying like $30 every month. And that's 50-50. But that's the thing, you guys, like so many people assume like, oh, Fathers have to, are, fathers always get screwed over with child support and they have to pay the most. But it's like, you guys don't understand. It's because you make the most. If a man has to pay so much child support, it's probably because he has low amounts of time with his children, like 20%. See, in my case, we make the same and he still has to pay $400 in child support. We make the same and he has 20%. He has to pay. We have 50-50. I have to pay if we make the same. But the but it, it sucks. It honestly sucks because men make more. A lot of men make more money than us because we were preoccupied instead of, you know, doing something. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, all of our situations are different. Now, it is rare, but there are times where women make more money than men. And they don't talk about that. No, no. You never hear a man complaining because he doesn't 
pay child support. He doesn't need to pay child support because the mother of his child makes more. Or you never hear see a man saying, oh, well, I only get my kids every other weekend and she has to pay me child support. Because they know the mother of your child makes more, so they don't even bother to file for child support because they don't want to look bad. A lot of men don't want to look bad putting the mother of their child on child support. And that's the reason why you don't see it that often or you see the fact that only 15% of women are placed on child support. When you, We probably know that there's more. More men are you know, getting custody, and that's okay because I'm considered the non-custodial parent in court. I am the non-custodial parent, but I was still able to put my child's father on child support because he's not around. Clearly, being the custodial parent was harder than he thought. Like, it is. It's hard figuring out everything and doing it on your own. So I understand why he did what he did, but I, will, I, do, not, I do not understand how a man can walk away and be an absent parent. When people want to put me down because I was the non-custodial parent for one year, one year, I was a non-custodial parent. And people want to put me down like I was a bad parent, but I never walked away. I was never an absent parent. Again, I'm sorry for babbling, but let's go ahead and use a different scenario. Let's say for an example, we have 50-50. I, my child's father makes 2000 a week, but I make 3000 a week. Right, let's just do monthly. I know he makes, say, five. Let me take that back. Let's just do a monthly. So say the father makes 5000 The mother is bringing in 7000 they have 50-50, and for this scenario, I'm just going to go ahead and plug in daycare. They have 50-50. The mother pays $400 in daycare. Go ahead and there's, again, how I said earlier, you could go ahead and put travel time right here and under monthly child support add-on information. You're going to drop it down to which parent you are, and it's going to have um, child care visit slash travel expenses, which is what I told you, the travel time. That's where you could add that. School expenses and un uninsured health care expenses, which are co-pays. You know, if you have a kid with special needs, how, much how many times are you taking your child to the doctor? Go ahead and add that in, okay? So you could add anything like that. But for this purpose, I'm going to put that the mother pays $400 in childcare, which I know is nothing. Super cheap, I wish. So, for example, there you go. So I plugged in the child, the daycare amount. The mother is making $7,000 a month, $5,000 a month, or weekly. Oops, I put weekly. All right, let's go with it. So that means she's making significantly more. So it's showing the mother would have to still pay $500 in child support, even though they have 50-50, take away $200 for daycare. She would have to pay $300 in child support. So do you see what I mean? It Honestly, it's not about being biased against fathers. It's 
what is the custody arrangement and who makes more, okay? So say for example, like I plugged it in the opposite way and the father was making more than the mother, then the father would be paying $300 in child support, not the mother. So honestly, child support could go either way. It just depends on income and time spent with the child. Just the other day, I posted a quote, quoting a child support fact and stating that the average child support amount ordered in the U.S. is $430 a month. And that doesn't matter what age the child is. That's from zero to 18. So you're telling me the mother of a baby who has to pay for diapers and formula and daycare because they have to go to work. The average amount is $430. Yet people still want to complain about that. I literally put that, that barely covers the monthly daycare fees. And then somebody who right away, a man commented, and, you know, we ended this conversation civil, but he right away commented, well, do women really expect men to pay for everything that comes with the child? Maybe share some custody and stop trying so hard to just collect the most money possible. Damn, deadbeat moms. Like, he really had the nerve to be like, oh, deadbeat moms. Like, I'm sorry. The quote just said that the average child support is $430 and that barely covers daycare fees. And you're calling the moms deadbeat moms because they're providing for your child and doing everything. Like, I'm sorry if they're trying to keep their child away, but there's a court system for a reason. Go to court, file, share custody. Get every weekend. I don't know what you're going to get, but go, go do what you need to do. Show the judge that you're able to provide for your child, that you have a place for them, that you guys can work together and split these daycare fees. And then maybe you won't have to be on so much child support, I guess. Like, it makes, it really makes no sense to me that, like, he automatically assumed, like, oh, share custody and stop trying so hard just to collect the most money possible. Sometimes it's the courts. Like, honestly, the first time I went to court when my son was a baby, um, his father did not know how to make a bottle. And my son was nine months old. He still didn't know how to make a bottle. And I let the court know that. And the judge told him that he needed to learn and then... Instead of giving him, you know, I thought he was going to get automatically every weekend or something. And the judge ordered four-hour visits three times a week. Tuesday, Thursday, you know, after he got off work from like five to eight. And then I think it was like Saturday, 12 to four. I was shocked. Like, he literally ordered only 12 hours a week for him to be in his child's life. And back then, it was only $500 child support. Like, you mean I have a baby every day, every night, and I have to pay daycare, fee daycare fees, and he only has to pay $500, which is pretty much going to daycare because my child is a baby, so daycare was $135 a week. Like, I have to work and do everything and still take care of my child. And then I have to make sure he's getting picked up from his dad Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
or else I'm going to get a late fee because I'm going to have to pick him up from daycare and I'm going to be late and I'm going to pay the $50 late fee, not him. So when men automatically assume like, oh, um, you're just trying to keep your child away for the most child support ever. I'm just like, really? The judge ordered four hours, three times a week. Not So I do believe, you know, sometimes the system is messed up. Sometimes it goes wrong. It's not in your, it's not on your side. You think I wanted to be there and be like, yeah, I'll keep him every night. You could just visit for four hours, three times a week. No, that's not what I wanted. But his father was there saying he's always at work. He's busy. He doesn't have, you know, like a good place. But I had to. I had to have a good place. I had to get everything I needed for our child, right? So what was stopping him from doing the same? So that's why I say people need to stop assuming other people's situations if they don't know what's going on. That wasn't my choice to only give him four hours three times a week. Okay, so that's it for this podcast today. I just wanted to go over child support and go into some common questions and explain that child support is not biased. It's not against men. It's against nothing, honestly. Child support is just there to provide for the child and try to make it fair and try to give our children the best opportunities. It's trying to like be realistic. If you guys were together that money would have spent been spent on your child anyway, so I don't understand why so many people want to put child support down or complain about it. I really don't. But if you have any more questions, go ahead and drop them and send me a message on my Instagram, the single mom life P D C P as in pepper, D as in diaper, C as in candy. <laughs> I know that's a. I'm sorry. Those are the only words I thought of at the moment. So yeah. Have a great day and I love to see your guys' questions. Just send me a message.